Welcome to Food Hole. A refined conversation about unrefined food. So pull a chair up to the table. And let us put a food in your hole. (laughs) Hi, I'm Roger, your food whisperer. Hi, I'm Brian, the Cracker Jack of Cuisine. And I'm your boulanger, Joey. It's time to slip into your sweaters and your scarves, because this week we're discussing a widely available fall twist on a perennial favorite. Limited edition apple cider donut Oreos. Now guys, can I ask, what were your expectations coming into this Oreo? Did you have an idea of what an apple cider donut flavor might mean to you? I didn't. I don't think I've ever had an apple cider donut. I'm not sure that that's, that even exists. I think it might be more like there's apple cider paired with a donut. I thought the same thing. I'd never heard of this until the Oreo. I looked it up. It is a thing. Hmm. Apparently, it's more of a New England delicacy. Uh. It's a donut that's made with apple cider, and it's a, a fall treat in certain parts of the Northeast. Hmm. That kind of, kind of sounds like a, like an apple pie, kind of. Yeah. A crumble or something. Mm-hmm. Interesting. They have a depiction of, I'm assuming, what an apple cider donut looks like, and it looks delicious. It looks like an like an Entenmann's crumbled donut. Yeah, <laughs> it does, yeah. Which leads us into the first uh, our first discussion. What were your first impressions? What did you think of the packaging? Well, the packaging it's it's largely yellow. And it has a, a bunch of items that are uh, reds and oranges and browns. It has got a nice little analogous color scheme to let us know that that fall is in fact here. We do see crumbled donuts and and leaves, large leaves. I thought, Brian, you mentioned the donuts and how good they look. Yeah. On the package, the donuts are really the predominant image, right? Mm-hmm. They take center stage. And I feel like almost the cookie seems less enticing by comparison. Yeah, that sad little like golden Oreo, just like, hey, I'm here. <laughs> Excuse me, give me a taste. <laughs> the one thing that doesn't seem to pop out on the packaging is the Oreo itself. Because the Oreo is entirely beige. Mm-hmm. And when I think of an Oreo, I think of a cookie part that is one color and then a cream that's an entirely different color. Mm-hmm. Yeah. This Oreo, it's all beige from top to bottom. Would you have preferred if the inside was like red like an apple? Or even red on the outside like an apple skin. Oh, yeah. And a nice a nice, uh, a nice, nice beige on the inner. Uh, the stuff to me looks like peanut butter. I could be tricked into thinking this was a peanut butter Oreo if I didn't know better. I can see that. Um, the reason why I wasn't tricked is because of the smell. Yeah. It's a pretty powerful smell coming out of these things, in my opinion. It's a pungent cookie. Yeah. It's a very flavorful smell. What did you think of the smell? I, I thought it smelled like Vienna Fingers, which are another cookie, uh-huh. mixed with a pinch <laughs> of lemon and uh, the post office by my mom's house. Oh, very specific. <laughs> I've got a good nose. I know exactly what you're talking about. I went for like, fami- I, I couldn't really place like what I was smelling, but what yes. I thought of was a... Uh, it was like the smell of a bake shop, but not as if you were actually at a bakery. Mm-hmm. It's if you went to a store geared for moms. <laughs> yes. And they had a Yankee Candle flavored bake shop burning in the back. Brian, that is exactly what I wrote in my notes. I, I is said, it really? It smells less like a food <laughs> and more like a Yankee Candle trying to represent the abstract concept of experiencing an autumn day in your rural hometown. Uh, I want you to see my notes because it's like verbatim. It's very funny. <laughs> it doesn't smell like a food. It's in, it's so artificial. Yes. And I couldn't place a single a single scent. I mean, something about I, it is reminiscent of what I guess fall feels like. Yeah. But I would I'd be hard pressed to tell you any specific smells. It, it didn't smell like apple or 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 cinnamon. No. And I I don't know. I mean, this is something that's going to come up a lot in my review. 
I enjoyed it, but I had a really hard time distinguishing anything about it. I didn't know what I was experiencing. Yes. Right. I mean, that's why I had to compare it to a post office because <laughs> uh, they, they, it's, it's, there's a lot of confusion on the tongue. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Should we get into texture then? Yeah. I would love to. Overall, it's got a satisfying crunch because the wafer portion seems harder than a typical Oreo, mm-hmm. in my opinion. But the punch to the texture means that the cream is more likely to squeeze out when you bite it. Yes. So when I did start chewing on it, a few of the crumbles I felt like were kind of reminiscent of sand getting in your sandwich (laughs) at the beach. But then I realized upon inspection, the crunch is uh, actual sugar chunks that are in the cream. In the cream. Yeah. Yeah. You don't notice it until you deconstruct the cookie. If you pull out just the cream and eat the cream on its own, there's some kind of crunchy piece. Uh, do you think they're sugar crystals? Yeah, I believe they're sugar crystals for sure. And I think that it's meant to emulate kind of the texture of what that donut must feel like. Okay. Like if you're eating a crumbly donut. Okay. Like, um, what is what are those crumbles called? There's a word for it, right? Crambles. <laughs> that's that's <laughs> it. <laughs> I mean, when I think of a, of a donut, though, I don't think of crunchy, gritty pieces in the dough, you know, which is really what this experience is. I think the, the well, what's problematic is that none of us have ever had an apple cider donut. <laughs> so maybe we just don't know. That's the caveat to this entire review is that these might be an incredibly accurate depiction of an apple cider donut. Right. Well, then from a marketing standpoint, it, it seems it seems like a poor choice mm-hmm. to bring it over to the West Coast, where, which is where um, Food Hole is sent. Food, food hole headquarters. Yeah, food hole headquarters. Because they, they should have really pushed for the apple cider donut to be a, a cool new SoCal thing to adopt for, for this year, for 2021. They should have laid the foundation. Yeah. Have us adopt the apple cider donut first and then bring us the Oreo. Yeah, they need to do it in stages. Right now, it's just premature. Mm-hmm. It's very much how... Uh, DC, the the comic book and movie company, they just put out a, a uh-huh. movie with a bunch of heroes that no one gave a shit straight, about. Straight to Justice League, right? <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Can I talk real quick about the the cream inside? Yeah. I was blown away, like kind of Joey referenced it, but the, how creamy it was mm-hmm. when you bit down, the two cookies came sliding together and, and the cream shot out the back. So what I think is happening is when they're making this particular, so the cream is called Stuff, S-T-U-F. The, so when, they, when they're making this particular type of stuff with the flavors that they were including in it, I think maybe they had to include other ingredients that would make it a little bit more liquidy than than yeah. you know than the traditional Oreo. Maybe that's the apple cider. I think I think that's what it is. Okay. It's part of the ingredients that made this particular type of Oreo less sturdy uh, than than the typical Oreo. Mm, I see. Speaking of which, what did you think of the taste? I I, I really didn't know what the taste was. <laughs> I like the cookie flavor and I kind of like the apple cider cream filling, but I kind of felt like the cookie was really just a a way to kind of mitigate the sweetness (laughs) of the cream. Right. A barrier between the the stuff and your taste buds. Yeah. And overall, I mean, the flavor that I took from it was just very sweet. Mm -hmm. It's kind of all I got out of it. I I felt kind of blind in this one. (laughs) What throws me off is I I did not get reminded of cider i was thinking of coffee at first until the smell of the cookie in my mouth filled my nose and the multi-sensory experience is what i think started to sell me on the idea of an apple it took the idea of me thinking about an apple cider 
to really understand why it tasted like apple cider. So you less tasted it and you more experienced it on a psychological level. Yeah. Yeah. This is like a metaphysical cookie. It's, it is. It's so artificial to me. I, I just couldn't. There's no discernible flavor. I mean, I there's a flavor, but I can't place any of it. And I think I had the same experience, Joey, where I was like, "Oh wait, is that is that apple?" And I feel like maybe the concept of apple popped up in my head, and then was quickly gone. Like it's so fleeting, it doesn't taste like anything. Yeah, it just kind of fucks you up, really. It fucks you up. <laughs> and I think I also had a complaint that this is billed as a fall treat. But it has none of the of the wholesome earthiness that I associate with like baked goods. Okay, you know, like a fall baked good is it has to have like a a weediness to it. Yeah, and I think that this was just too artificially sweet. I think this could have worked if this was presented as like a, a Halloween style over the top candy personality. Mm-hmm. But they're clearly marking this to be a comfortable donuts and coffee, watching the leaves change. Yeah, kind of a kind of experience. And I think the flavor is just too confrontational for that. If I'm right and the cookie serves as kind of a mitigation to the sweet. A flavor cage. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) What I was surprised by this is that I'm a pretty big Oreo fan and basically what we got when it comes to the content of filling is somewhere between double stuff and mega stuff. Mm. And that's far too much stuffing to cookie ratio. And they, they have to know that this is incredibly sweet. And I'm surprised that they didn't go with your traditional layer of cream that would then have been mitigated by the cookie because by the time my taste testing was done, I kind of felt gross. Oh, yeah. I still feel gross. I ate these maybe two hours ago, and I felt like I had to eat too many because I was so confused by the flavor and why I couldn't mm-hmm. figure out what it was. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. I probably ate eight of them, and uh, I feel like garbage. Mm-hmm. That is something that I, I could absolutely agree with, that it took me too many of these cookies I was eating them out of confusion, not out of out of the desire. Yeah, I don't think mm-hmm. it's a bad cookie. I should I should make that very clear. And I do agree with Brian's sentiment of, you know, the the wafer, the plain vanilla esque wafer, being there to just kind of cancel out to water down the actual cream. I don't think it's a bad cookie. I could, in that one moment where the smell and the and the, and the imagination of the apple, I could get a small glimpse of like my grandmother's home in my head. But it was it's, so it's small. It's a Yankee candle. It's, it's a, a Yankee it's candle. It's a scented candle of your grandmother's home. Yeah. Yes. I think in a season with so many treats that feel warm and inviting and comforting, so many so many treats that I want to experience, why would I waste my time on these? Yeah, I, I think ultimately there, there are two things that I think that we should consider. Number one, these are not going to live up to the iconic nature of a, of a traditional Oreo. No. Mm-hmm. But what's what can Oreo's doing their best to come up with something but I really too early you're saying that mm-hmm. they peaked straight out of the gate and yeah. now they're just constantly trying to recapture that lightning in a bottle yeah okay. living I in do, their own Oreo shadow <laughs> yeah I, I do think if you gave it space if you treated it right and actually introduced the concept of an apple cider donut it could grow into the big fish that it wants to be hmm. but as of right now it's it's not there it, yeah. they chose big shoes to fill and I don't think that they, they really hit that mark I, I put down that I enjoyed it but I agree with what you're, what you're saying Roger it's like well if I was going to get some kind of guilty pleasure why would it be this I think you're probably better off getting something a little bit more original a little bit more natural and a little bit mm-hmm. more to the season um, just eat an apple an apple is a better experience than this cookie in my book yes yeah, I would agree with that that's, that's true I guess the only thing that I can say 
as a positive thing, thing and to give you a little bit of an idea of my afternoon. I came in and I wanted to have the flavors dance around on my tongue before the episode. <laughs> so I ate one and I laid down to take a nap. And when I woke up, shit your pants. Yes, shit everywhere. (laughs) There was a delightful sweetness that was still on my tongue, like an hour later. And it was a very good flavor way after the fact. So is your recommendation to maybe set an alarm uh, for maybe two or three hours before you wake up in the morning, eat one of these, Mm -hmm. go back to bed, wake Mm -hmm. up with a great great flavor in your mouth. And absolutely don't tell your dentist. (laughs) I did have a question, uh, a a theory maybe I can posit to you guys. Because I don't really know how um, a a cookie artist goes about making cookie flavors, Mm -hmm. especially ones that match. Because they're using artificial ingredients. Mm -hmm. Do you think there's a chance that they just happened to make a random cookie flavor that was pretty good (laughs) and then tried to assign uh, a name or the the branding to it? I think that's very much a possibility. It seems easier just to come up with a flavor and try to match it to something that already exists Mm -hmm. rather than trying to, straight out of the gate, try to match a flavor, right? Yeah, yeah. What what they try to do is they try to make this cookie have a little sense of its own manifest destiny Mm -hmm. from the East Coast to the West Coast, and frankly, they didn't get there. Didn't get it, yeah. Yeah. Any last thoughts on the apple cider donut Oreo? Yeah, I, I could. I would like to say where I think you might have this, where you might find this, or where it might be suitable. Okay. And I think that that is is best served either at Grandma's house on a on an actual nice platter, or in a bowl at a dinner party where you're hosting with your friends. We have maybe plastic champagne glasses, mm-hmm. but no one ever eats them. The expectation <laughs> is it's just sitting there, and they're. Maybe just decorative. More of a potpourri than anything else. Yeah, honestly, yeah. it's the new version of a Yankee candle mm-hmm. yeah. for fall. Uh, thank you for trying, Oreo. I-, I appreciate that. You're still a hero in my book, Oreo. You're a hero, Oreo. <laughs> <laughs> I, was gonna, I was trying to get that out, and I was yeah, looking so at the name. Yeah, that was hard. I'm, I'm tired now. <laughs> I was just going to say, you're a whore. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right, well, thanks for listening, everybody. Yeah, thank yes, you, guys. thank you. If you have a minute. Uh, leave us a rating or review on Apple Podcasts or whatever platform you use. Uh, go ahead and check out uh, what these look like either at your local store or on our Instagram at Food Hold Podcast. If you're on the East Coast and you're listening to this, tell us what these things taste like. And uh, a special thank you to Dion K for providing the music in this week's episode. If you want to look up more of his work, we'll put a link in the episode description. Thanks, Dion. Until next time, we'll save you a seat at the table. Bye-bye. Goodbye. Goodbye.